Hey everybody, we're back on the Vegas Tips and Tricks podcast, and uh, it's only been seven days since we did this, so this is almost like we're on a schedule. This probably isn't going to be a particularly long show today, but I did want to review a couple of Vegas memories, a couple of trips that I took during the calendar year of 2015, and... Um, I actually took three trips during 2015, but I'm going to go ahead and wait and talk about um, that final trip um, along with uh, my first trip in 2016 uh, when I uh, do this again, which hopefully will be next week. Uh, Just so you know, uh, there is a lot going on in my life right now. I think I've mentioned that on occasion, getting ready to make a move. Uh, relocating to a new state. So, uh, but we'll continue as much as we can to uh, check in on a regular basis and talk to you about some of my Vegas memories. And uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of therapeutic and also kind of fun to review some of these things. And so we're going to talk today again, as I mentioned, about my trip in 2015 or trips in 2015. Now, as I've mentioned, I think, on a couple of previous episodes of this, um, in January of 2012, for the very first time, I had the opportunity and took advantage of the opportunity to check out the Adult Entertainment Expo. A lot of people just call it AVN, but AVN uh, does sponsor the award show, and that's what a lot of people think about, hear about when they're talking about... uh, you know, the porn convention. But on this particular occasion, I did revisit that. Uh, But this time I actually stayed at the venue where the convention was held, and that was the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino. May it rest in peace. Although I guess we're going to have a new one here one of these days. So I was there from January 21st to January 27th, and the first couple of nights I spent at the Hard Rock, and I have to say it was a really very different experience to actually stay in the hotel where the convention was being held. Um, You know, instead of just being there for an hour or so before or after you check out the exhibits, uh, meet up with some of the young ladies, uh, just take in the environment. But here you're there more or less 24-7, and I don't think during the time uh, that I was there from arriving on the afternoon of the 21st until I departed uh, the morning of the 23rd, I don't think I went anywhere else. I I did spend all of my time there at the Hard Rock. It's surprisingly, probably to some of you all, the Hard Rock was pretty generous with room comps, um, even for folks that did not necessarily gamble a ton. Uh, I did not get a room comp in this case. Uh, because, of course, it was during the convention. Uh, but it did get a pretty r- good room rate just uh, booking through uh, uh, the Adult Entertainment Expo. Um, so, yeah, you saw the stars, shall we say, wandering around the casino, hanging out at the bars, uh, early in the morning getting coffee. Um, and so that was a very different kind of experience. It was strange. It was kind of disconcerting. 
to, to wake up and uh, you walk downstairs and there's a lineup of young women who are giggling and looking at their phones uh, and waiting to get their morning coffee. And it feels very much like you're watching like a bunch of high school girls hanging out. And yet these are adult performers. So mm, I don't know. I'm not sure how I felt about that. It definitely humanized them and definitely made you sort of realize that these are just people. But it also kind of left you feeling a little uncomfortable about uh, uh, what uh, maybe some of the choices that these young ladies had made. Though I certainly will not judge them, uh, particularly since I, you know, actually was there, uh, mostly for the opportunity to take in that entire environment. The rest of my trip in January was pretty nondescript. Um, as you've noticed over the past uh, <laughs> past couple of trips, uh, I developed quite an attachment to the Fremont Hotel downtown. And so after my two nights at the Hard Rock, I went to the Fremont for two nights. I think it might have been over a weekend. And I think I got a pretty good deal there. Uh, I, was, I was sure it wasn't comped, but at least a pretty decent deal. At this time, uh, none of the Boyd properties uh, actually had a resort fee. So, you know, you might have paid 50 bucks a night, but you, you weren't paying a resort fee at these properties. So I stayed there for a couple of nights. And then I stayed at the Orleans. <laughs> You've heard that uh, hotel, casino, resort mentioned a few times. But uh, the last couple of nights I was in town, I stayed there. So it was a six-night trip, which is relatively long by my standards. But uh, it, it was interesting. It was entertaining. Um, and I definitely, you know, if you have the opportunity... And I'm not even saying this in terms of the Adult Entertainment Expo, but if you do attend a convention of some sort or some kind of an event, if you can stay at the property where it's being held, it definitely enhances the experience. You have a much better chance, again, of just sort of randomly running into people who might be in the same business as you are or might uh, you know, be an entertainer. Uh, in a business you're interested in. So it is definitely worthwhile. And surprisingly, at least for me, in this case, it was not particularly expensive. Um, so I would definitely recommend doing that. Speaking of not particularly expensive, uh, I would return to Las Vegas in the summer of 2015. And again, another six-night trip, which is a bit of a long uh, long trip, to be honest, but uh, it was pretty much uh, a free trip as well. And um, I, uh, after staying and playing at the Hard Rock uh, several times, actually, I ended up with uh, comped rooms at the Hard Rock in July. I remember I arrived on a Sunday afternoon Went to my room in the old casino tower, uh, opened up the window. You could actually kind of open up onto a mini balcony of sorts so you couldn't actually physically step out onto one. Um, and they were having the rehab thing going on at the pool. And it was whoever that uh, DJ guy was from Jersey Shore. He was actually the DJ that day. 
And uh, it was quite a scene. It was kind of interesting to see it. I would not have wanted to get anywhere near it because, quite frankly, uh, yeah, that that gene pool needed a lot of chlorine. I hope that when Resorts World took over, they, uh, yeah, they bleached that thing out pretty well. But uh, it was kind of entertaining. It was enjoyable. Uh, I, I had a good time at the Hard Rock. And um, I, I, I say I had a good time at the Hard Rock, but it was kind of a rough trip. Um, I had um, realized I was going to arrive. I didn't really plan it this way, but I arrived during the NBA Summer League. And for those of you who may not know, I'm kind of a big basketball fan, um, college and pro, mostly pro these days, but, uh, you know, college a little bit, go Jayhawks. And so uh, I think it was my first full day there. I think it was on Monday. I decided I would walk over to the Thomas and Mack Center, which is definitely within walking distance of the Hard Rock uh, slash, uh, not resort. I said Resorts World earlier. I meant to say Virgin. Um, not a very long walk there to the outskirts of the UNLV campus. And was able to get, able to get tickets. And um, I saw a game uh, between the Los Angeles Lakers and the New York Knicks which included some interesting um, players like uh, Julius Randle, Jordan Clarkson, uh, Christoph Porzingis. Um, So a fairly uh, decent number of um, players who would go on to be fairly successful. And then I stayed and caught the game between the Utah Jazz and the Minnesota Timberwolves. Um, and I'm a fan of the Utah Jazz. This was the only time I've ever seen them play. Obviously, it was uh, not the full team, but uh, it was kind of cool to check out. Um, there really weren't any sort of top-notch players on the Jazz. Uh, the Timberwolves were sporting their new uh, draft pick, Carl Anthony Towns. Uh, and if you don't know this, it turns out that in the summer league, the, just so they can make sure that they get to watch these players play as much as possible, uh, there is in fact uh, a rule that uh, you can get like ten fouls before you before you actually foul out of the game. And Carl uh, Anthony Towns nearly pulled off a very unique triple double that day. He definitely had double figures in points and rebounds, and I think he got to nine fouls. Something you don't see every day. Um, I don't know, and I can't blame it either on rehab or on summer league, but over the next couple of days, I found myself fairly ill. Uh, and by fairly ill, I mean sick. Um, I mostly kind of stayed in my room for a couple of days. Uh, I know went down to uh, the uh, cafe there. I know one time I just got like chicken soup. Um, so, yeah, I was definitely very much under the weather uh, for a couple of days on this trip, which is, yeah, that's certainly not what you want when you go to Las Vegas, but, you know, it can happen sometimes. Um, I was feeling pretty good by the time that I moved over to the second hotel I would stay at on this trip, and that was the SLS. And, again, this was a comped um, two-night stay. Um, I had played at SLS when I was there, I guess, in January. It would have been shortly after it had opened up. And I did play, I mean, I won't say, I didn't play a lot. I played a decent amount, I guess. 
And I also guess that they were just trying to uh, see if they could lure some people in who would uh, actually spend some big money. And quite frankly, just as I did um, at the Hard Rock back in January, I actually did not leave um, SLS much during the two days I was there. I spent a lot of time playing there. Um, but uh, I, And I won like a t-shirt one day. Which is kind of cool. I think I got some free play for um, racking up a certain number of points. Um, but you know, it was uh, it was kind of a dead end because I pretty much never heard anything from them again. Um, and the next time I would visit them, well, I shouldn't say the next time I would visit them. The next time I would stay there it wouldn't be until they were the Sahara just this past summer. But um, but yeah, I mean, overall, I enjoyed the place just fine. And I had one of my uh, biggest wins ever in the casinos in Las Vegas on my very last night there. I'm trying to remember what night. I think it was a Friday night because as I mentioned, I had arrived on a Sunday afternoon and then I flew out on Saturday morning. But uh, it was kind of uh, early evening there at uh, SLS and I was playing some caveman Kino. And I can't remember for sure if I was playing at the 50 cent level or if I was just playing a couple of coins at the quarter level. But I managed to hit seven out of eight, which in this case should have played or should have paid um, 500 coins. But I also got the 4x multiplier. And so that meant that it paid 2000 coins. And since those coins were 50 cent pieces, it was a $1,000 win. So it joined my um, first Royal Flush, which was 1000 and then my uh, big win at Main Street Station for 2300 as my three, one of my three biggest wins ever in Las Vegas. Now, it was way too early in the evening, even though it was my very last night in town. Uh, and so I ended up probably blowing through two, three hundred dollars, uh, in the like high limit room, trying to see if I could catch lightning in a bottle and maybe hit like a big hand pay. But, uh, uh, but a relatively successful trip gambling wise. Um, as I said, it was not a particularly pleasant trip overall, just because I spent at least, uh, basically two days just very much under the weather. And that's certainly not something that you want to experience. But um, yeah, so that's the first part of the 2015 Vegas Memories podcast. If you have any memories of trips back in 2015, uh, feel free to share them with us. Um, As most of you know, we uh, do this podcast uh, from time to time. We try to do it about once a week. It doesn't always work out. But we also have a YouTube channel, so definitely check us out there on Vegas Tips and Tricks. And we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, we're we're all over the place. We have a Facebook group with over 180,000 members. So if you're interested in learning more about Las Vegas or just hearing more about Vegas trips and other people's Vegas memories, uh, feel free to join us. Okay, so we'll be back next time with some uh, more information about 2015 and 2016 as we continue down our Vegas Memories Yellow Brick Road. And hopefully we'll be back next week to uh, 
inform you about that. Uh, but if not, it'll be coming up real soon. Thanks for joining us here on the Vegas Tips and Tricks podcast, and uh, we'll see you all again real soon. Bye-bye.